on this week's episode of Double Strap Podcast, B is for Vendetta. And V is for Vampirates. Let's do this. episode of devil's trap podcast i'm diana and i'm liz and this week we're going to talk season eight episode five blood brother but i want to say brother like hulk hogan like hulk hogan i didn't do a very good job yeah brother you sound like yeah. you have a hairball i don't know i'm not good at that yeah yeah i'm not good at that voice maybe yeah being heavy metal like metal's not in your future sorry it's not. I know that dream no. is, is going to be crushed. But you can still take the album totally. cover photos, and those are hot. So what what, what has been going on with you? Um, I uh, feel like I had a very busy time. Oh, yeah, I've just been um, doing a bunch of work stuff, but I got to go to a really cool Western swing show uh, this weekend. And um, the uh, see Bob Wills... Uh, Texas Playboys, and that was really cool because they are a legacy band. Uh, obviously, Bob Wills is dead and has been for a very long time. Hey, you do the- not know if Bob Wills may have been playing with his band. I mean, he might have. I mean, this was this place was Bob Wills Ranch House originally, and there's three generations of his family in the building. Exactly. So, I mean, if knows? there was ever a time he could, he was, haunting, he yeah. did you record he it? Like, is there a video of this? I want to go. I want to come through I'm all the videos. We have to come through for looking for to see if there's like orbs or like, ooh, or like maybe you can find some like EVB recordings like on like some like mm. they did an audio. Maybe. I don't know. It's all the music, so we'll have to see. But yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, and uh, and the venue, the, the Longhorn Ballroom got, um, which is was Bob Wills Ranch House, is now in the National Historic Registry. That's big news. That's so very that's exciting. exciting. They, were announcing, they announced it at the show. That was a very, very exciting so thing to happen. Ran into some friends and had a, had a nice time listening to some music that like i'm not going to talk i'm not going to go off on a tangent about western swing i promise but it's one of those genres of music that you're reminded when you listen to it just of like while it does sound old it's also timeless and that's a fascinating combination that's what i got noted that's my observation for the day there you go and played by how about you uh so so i spent uh Part of the weekend at the first and possibly first annual Texas Spirit Gathering, which was an occult, not occult, occult spiritualist historical seance I don't know, thing that happened this weekend that was led by Austin Seance and had a bunch of speakers who were like super, super awesome knowledgeable speakers and it comes to the world of spiritualists although most of them were at texas state which did give me one of my degrees so i'm just saying there's that but 
no, there it was a great time. There was lots of really interesting conversations. So, like one of the conversations, uh, the lectures was on spiritualism and the Civil War, and so we got to nerd out on that, and we got to nerd out on the cases that inspired the exorcisms. And Dr. Laycock, who we used a lot of his work in this show, was there, and he autographed my book, and that was cool. And there was just yeah, we we did some actual like hands-on things. So you know, we did some psychometry work, which is you know trying to identify things with like objects. By so like we had uh, like they would take a bunch of different objects and put them in boxes and then pass them around the room, and then you would have to you know guess what's in the box, you know. And so you know, but you would have to be like, okay, so this is like this is what this object reminds me of, which I just think is bullshit. But I love the guys, but I mean, it's just like so. This is just so you can be like, yes, that's clearly like why this answer is like that answer. I know a lot of people believe. I'm just a skeptic at heart, and because I'm like, why can't you just say this is the comb in the box? Like, why I don't I don't think that way. I don't want to feel like I think like. I am thinking of spiny doodle bugs, and then then be like, "That's a comb." Yeah, so, but yeah, it, yeah it was at the First Spiritualist Church in Austin, which just reopened, and it is really cool to have that kind of a piece of history. That you know, just just to have that and just to be there was was neat. And yeah. the Hyde Park neighborhood in Austin, like it's such a cute fucking neighborhood and i hate them all for like being able to have those houses and you know that like i was like just for shits and giggles let's just see if any nope still no houses within a five mile radius that are being sold here because that's hyde park in austin because fuck you austin like stupid yeah, real estate's a little bonkers I there. I know, I know. So it just, it, like, it's one of those neighborhoods that you walk through and you're like, I love you. I want to be here. I can see myself in this cute, adorable little house. And I'm like, I'm sitting here just walking but to no. this restaurant, going to go have some, like, really good fries that I could just walk to. Nope. No. Nope. Not for you. Nope. Nope. Only these fuckers. Get to, why do these? But just kidding. All right. So I will go off my rant and the people who get to live in that neighborhood assholes i'm sure you're you're very lovely people you had very nice fluffy dogs so a lot of fluffy dogs there were some good cats there too so nice yeah it's, it's a cute neighborhood recommend like go to austin like go to other places besides just you know the gross places six street yeah does anybody go there anymore even people everybody still goes there and then i'm like you know people get shot there like all the time right what and then it'll be like this week on 6th Street, like a car drove through a bunch of people like, fucking 6th Street. Yeah, it's unfortunate for those bars and restaurants that have been there for a very long time. There's still a few. No, I mean, but they're at the end of it, and that's as far as they go. You go as far as Flamingo, and then go that. So, all right, let's talk about this episode, Blood Brother. All right. So, this is Season 8, Episode 5. It first aired on Halloween. October 31st, 2012. It was directed by Guy Norman B, who we last saw in season seven, 22, There Will Be Blood. So Mm -hmm. he's got a theme running, and it was written by Ben Mm -hmm. Edlund, and we last saw him in season seven, episode 21, Reading is Fundamental. All right, and uh, we kick off in Eagle Harbor, Washington. Well, before that, we do have a pretty extensive... Oh, we do have a quick 
previous previously in purgatory and one of the things that's really you know noticeable in there is that while in purgatory castiel has a beard and yet dean does not and i think that's a very important question that everybody should ponder in 2012 zap to it um our um, serious journalist karina adley mckenzie actually asked misha collins and and jensen ackles about this and Misha said, well, it's because he's an angel and all of his badass angel powers were congregating into his hair follicles because of the intense pressure of the atmosphere in purgatory. And Jensen said, the answer I got from the writers was Dean has knives. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So just some things to note about when you think when you're watching the the opening entry, the purgatory, opening, yeah, and and the flashbacks, yep. yeah. Well, in good old Eagle Harbor, Washington, we've got a guy walking on uh, a dock at night, and we realize that it's Benny, and he greets Quentin, and we get kind of a backstory. We're starting to get a little backstory about Benny now, and Benny, uh, Quinn helped kill Benny when Benny was part of. Quentin's posse and uh they and they have the old man is their boss what they refer to but uh Benny's got a big knife but Quentin has some henchmen we get uh, a flash of fangs and then Quentin gets his head cut off and Benny turns to the henchmen to take them on next also, Benny is very particular about the hat that he's wearing. So he like takes his hat off before like he gets in the fight, like kind of like you would take your earrings off before you like throw down. So I, I think like it was that, just yeah. like you kind of know like once like Benny's hat comes off, like oh shit, he's about to throw Shit's hands. Going down. Right, you should know that's about to happen. So we go from also that knife is they're sort of uncomfortable with knives in this episode. Although I kind of like that knife. Yeah. That's more of a machete. It is. It's like a short machete though, but uh, but I mean short for a machete, but it's, it's still, like, a mach- still a large I still, knife. I was still saying it's a machete. Machete. So we cut to Enid, Oregon, where Sam and Dean enter and clear a motel room. And we get a little bit of info on them hunting. They're still trying to find Kevin. Not not really hunting him. They're trying to find Kevin. Uh, But they apparently Kevin's outsmarted them because he's using credit cards in a clever way where like they're already, everything's already burned before he like not burned, but like info's already bad. And just, you know, well, I just didn't say it. it wasn't like on this sh- talking about this show. I wanted to make clear there wasn't physically maybe, a fire. Yeah, but you don't know. He could <laughs> be physically that. lighting he things on be. fire. He I wouldn't be. rule it out. He could be. And Kevin is but, the legit mad because Dean tried to kill his mom. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. I think so. Dean doesn't seem to get that, but it's very reasonable. Yep, yep. And and then Dean gets a phone call, and. It, steps outside to take it very secretive like which i'm sure sam doesn't notice at all yeah because it's very sus and he's just like i don't know i can't get any bars i gotta go outside Uh uh-oh sammy don't notice what i'm doing and like there should be some like sneaky music as he goes outside like yeah, but it's Benny telling him that he is surrounded by a bloody mess and his legs don't work. He's going to crawl to a barge and needs a favor. So 
Dean goes and frantically packs. Sam is freaked out. He's like, what the fuck? We're on the trail of the prophet. Where are you going? And Dean's like, well, the trail's dead. The room's paid for. You got research to do. I got personal business. Deuces. And I'll take the Toblerone. And, you know, and Sam's kind of pissed off that, like, Dean won't tell him, like, what it is. And that he's taking the Toblerone. Because that's just weird. But, you know, Dean's also pointing out that Sammy took, like, a year off. And he was like, can't I just get a day? But we also know that you're not taking a personal day. It is just really weird that you're calling this a personal day. I don't understand. It's just a weird choice of, I don't understand this, this really. No, it's all weird. Because you know, like, what, in what world, we, we have developed these characters for for seven fucking seasons. We're now in season eight. And there's not a scenario in that, which this would be a believable situation. So I know like, well, obviously we all get Dean wants it to be a secret. He's friends with a vampire. Meh. Okay. But like, this is not a believable scenario in any way, shape or form. And why he would, he's like, you know, yeah, I know Sam's not sharing about him taking his year off. Blue. But like, you're not sharing about purgatory either. Okay. And now you're running off. Like you're mad at him for taking a year off and you're just going to fucking ditch him without a car. No, sorry, sir. Yep. But I also do appreciate that now Dean does have one of those friends that you just, you know, whatever your friend says, you just drop everything and go. And, you know, it's important to have those friends in your life because sometimes you may be like, Hey, a ninja just stole all of my shit and I'm stuck in a bar in this country and I need you to come get me or fly me home. And, you know, like, that could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Sometimes people well, then just steal your shit when you're in another country. It, just, it, just, it happens to people sometimes. I'm just saying. So, anyway. So, Dean is driving. And he's remembering fighting in purgatory. And apparently he's having extreme flashbacks while driving, which is also concerning. It is concerning. Like I don't want to be on the road with any of the Winchesters and none of them seem like they're driving safe. I don't, I don't think their automobiles would pass inspection, but also Benny whistled while he fought and that would be fucking annoying as shit. But also be really intimidating to the enemy. So I did say I did think there would be like a tactical advantage because then Dean would always know like that where he was where he was so like he wouldn't be like accidentally cutting off Benny's head. I was like that is a thing that you could do, but also stop fucking whistling. I thought it was kind of badass because it's so casual. That's why it's intimidating to your enemy. Oh. So well, just the fact Sam's that you're like, you have that amount of breath control too while you're fighting. Because well, I would too, just be like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just can't even whistle very well. So, I mean, I'm impressed in general. <laughs> Terrible whistler. Uh, so, Sam's going to keep researching Kevin, but instead of just looking at his credit applications and IDs, he's going to quote unquote not stalk. Uh, Amelia. He's cyber stalking both Amelia and Kevin. Like he, what he's doing yes. is also weird. It's a very he was very weird way of researching shit. Don't like your browser windows. I mean, whatever is happening here makes me uncomfortable. It, was, it seemed odd. It didn't seem like the most organized approach. Uh, and then he hears a noise in the bathroom, and it's the fan rattling, which gives him a flashback to fixing the AC at the motel where he was at with Amelia. It's like a portal. The fan's like a flashback portal that nobody real, ever wanted. 
And basically, the long story short is he ended up becoming the accidental maintenance man at the motel that he was staying at because he became buddies with Everett, the kid at the counter, because Everett's dad did own the place and did the maintenance, but his dad was sick and they needed help around the place. Even drifters need careers. So now Sam fixes the motel AC in the current one. He is just like, yeah, I still got it. He's very proud of his ability to still be a handyman. Good for you, Sam Winchester. Good for you. And Dean makes it to the harbor and finds Benny's truck where he searches it and is able to locate his cooler full of donor blood in a, um, in a, yeah, in the, in the back. So he takes that and goes and finds Benny in the lower, lower level in, on the, I don't know. He's the in the barge. On the He's barge? in the barge. Like, I guess in a barge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess really barges have like. Mm. And he looks pretty rough. But then we just cut immediately to him being cleaned up and walking around on it, like barely injured. After he feeds him. Oh, Dean feeds his boyfriend. It's so cute. So Vinny like showers. And for some reason, he also has a white shirt on. Like, why? I, you literally like drink blood know. all day. Like I would, like I, I would not own white. But anyways, so Benny's like, "Thanks, Dean. Shake hands. Bye." And Dean's like, "No, no, 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 no. What's going on here?" And so Benny's like, "Well, I've got my deal, and you've got your family business." But Dean wants to know, so we get another flashback, and. It's actually kind of an interesting one. This one's with Castiel. So it's Dean, Benny, and Castiel. And Castiel's talking about if you kill a monster in monster heaven, where does it go? And I thought that was a good question. It's a good question. Because they're killing all these people in purgatory. What the fuck? And Benny refers to Cass as the crazy aunt, but Castiel takes it very seriously. Because they're fighting over Um, Yes. And then and ends up they they determine that it's just not strategically smart. For an angel, a human, and a monster to be traveling purgatory together. Not only because the human's kind of a beacon, the angel is a super beacon for the bad guys. And on top of that, uh, they don't even know for sure if an angel can pass through the door that Benny is taking Dean to. And an angel, a human, and a vampire walk into a bar. This is not the start of the best joke ever. So... Be- I do like I like Benny's response. I do like Benny's response though, because they, they're like, well, you know, talking about whether an angel can pass through the door versus if they only know humans can. And I like that Benny says, "Take away the fangs and the fun." I was, uh, I was born human too. That was pretty funny. Take away the fangs and the fun. I'll actually say I like Benny. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <sighs> did we go back to the barge and? Yeah. Benny explains why he's hunting his maker so he can kill him before he kills me. And then we're going back to the past. And now we're back to Sam fixing an ice maker. Ugh. Yeah. He's fixing an ice maker because he gets reminded by the ice cooler at the current motel. And now he's, he fixes the ice machine at the motel in back in Texas. And he gets sent to go fix the cl- a clogged sink in one of the hotel or motel rooms. And it ends up, it's Amelia's room. And she is pissed and starts berating him for being creepy. And insults his clothes and his sideburns. I mean, that makes sense. 
<laughs> That's about it. And then we go back to Benny and Dean, who are going through all the things that was in Quentin and the henchmen's pockets, I guess. This is kind of unclear. They're just going through a pile of crap. I assume it's what it was Quentin. Yeah, the, I think the they basically were like, okay, one, the barge was, I don't know if the barge was theirs or not, but I feel like they took a bunch of stuff, like, from the people that they that Benny executed. Yeah. And basically they're like it's they find a lot of information or Benny is filling in about what what everything is and where they're at and like there's this list of yachts, there's launch times and destinations and the ones that have already been crossed off are ones that have been boarded, burned and buried at sea. So He's like, basically we find out that these vampires had like a small fleet and they've, apparently he circled the Americas 10 times. They patrol the harbors, find a fat, rich yacht going, that's going too far. Uh, And then they would, um, the ocean would just swallow it up for for all anybody knew. And then Dean gets to say something amazing. Mm -hmm. Because they're vampires and they're pirates. So what does that make them? Vampires. Yes. Yes. Vampirates. Benny is surprised they never thought of that. I'm disappointed. There is a punk rock band named Vampirates who uh, is out of... Where are you guys out of? I know, I know there's a book series that's out of England. Why is your page so slow? Vampirates.org. Um, like yeah, or West Coast. Oh, Reno, Nevada. They are fast hardcore uh, punk rock band from Reno, Nevada. There's also a book series, but also I would like I would like to petition for for movies. Um, please give me more vampires, and not necessarily these vampires, but you know, vampires in general. Yeah. So they find a receipt. And it says something about Prentice Island. So now they're like, well, shit, I guess we got to go to Prentice Island. Because that's where the old man will be. So they go driving. And Dean is saying, hey, Benny, if you were your maker's favorite, why did he kill you? And uh, Benny goes on a kind of a tangent about, not a tangent, it's a mini monologue, I guess, explaining about how. Well, just you know, giving you the backstory start... of this. Like, you know, yeah. It is. Didn't you know? Didn't you know? Like, okay, this is why, like, this is really Benny's life. It was like, look, I fell in love with, you know, like, I was his but, favorite. Well, the whole thing about, like, you, but you believe that your maker's like God and they act like God. And then, I don't know. That and they're so very, very nasty vampires. And sometimes. On the show, they have very nasty vampires. It's part of the mythology. Yeah, but in this one, like, yeah. your maker... And you saw this, like, in the one that Dean was going to join, right? Where they had the poet, like, the, the ones with the Twilight episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But basically, unfortunately, or fortunately, he, like, found this Greek heiress who was on a yacht, and then he boarded her ship. Like, she was just like, oh, vampire man! This is great, not scary at all. Yes, I would love to fuck yeah. the vampire man. Be mine forever. And And I'm human. 
Yeah. So, so and she's human. And she's like, but I'm super, I'm super rich. This is great. So they're in love, and then the maker found them. Yeah. After they had settled, they went and settled back in Louisiana. They were fucking chilling, and then the maker found them with Clinton. And it was a crime to leave the nest, so they beheaded Benny and tore out Andrea's throat. Or Andrea. Andrea? Andrea, I guess. Yeah. And that was the last thing Benny saw, was old man tearing out her throat. Which is very sad. So they take a tiny boat to to Prentice Island. And you have to think about this, too. This has all happened right before he got to Purgatory. So beyond like while Benny was yeah. mad in purgatory, like this is what Benny was mad about. Like this is why he wanted to come back. Like this is the beast for a vendetta. For this was him, his vendetta. 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 Benny. Benny. Benny's vendetta. Yeah. So they and they so. take a boat out. They find a. They buy a. I, they have a boat. They have a boat. Steal a boat. And, and they're, they, a boat. they take a boat. Seems like it'd be really easy to steal a boat. I don't know. I've never tried to steal one. I just, I feel like it would be easy. So they take a boat to this island and they've also brought bags of stuff. Weapons. And Dean actually pauses to text Sam. He's like, hunting ramps, uh, nest on Prentice Island, dot, 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 not alone. But then he deletes it. He doesn't actually send it. Yep, yep. He's, a dumb he's not ready to admit that he's cheating yet. He can't he can't say it. Ugh. So they're they have like a moment where they're reminded of purgatory and then Benny starts having an existential crisis about I don't even know if this world or if I am even real. Dean tells him not to go down this path. Yeah, Dean just shuts that down and been like, "No, no, I've been down this path. We're not going with it. Don't go. We're not. No. We're not playing. I can't, this is, I can't, I can't do this. Can't we're not in the simulation." So they go to the giant fancy house that has a really cool harpsichord, harpsichord. in it, and but Benny sees it and and stops, and then he sees a photo of a chick. Ah, shit. It's Andrea. We already know. Show hasn't told you that, but you know but when you see it. looks pretty not torn out. It wasn't like a picture of her being like, ah! Like dead. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very current picture of Andrea. So, yeah. And then she comes down the stairs. And luckily Dean's hidden, but Benny hasn't. And they gaze at each other while henchmen are summoned. And then Benny gets bonked on the head. These are definitely henchmen. And one of them is named Sorrento. So I just started calling him the cheese guy. So the cheese guy has Benny tied to a chair. With handcuffs? Anyways. And then, um, nope, we, we, we get to confirm that this is Andrea. She's there and she was turned. And, uh, Dean's trying to creep around and Sam is blowing his phone up, but obviously Dean can't answer. But back in the motel with Sam, he's still cyber stalking Amelia and then has a flashback. Back to again, well, why she's confused while, why he's fixing the sink. I don't know. It's, she thinks like he's weird. just stalking her and, but she's like also just not very bright but I think there's like, and then we start to get to like this whole like, you're so, you're a creeper, but you're hot. And he's like, why would you put all these lines in your disposal? How many margaritas and she has another... are you making, bitch? Like, 
And she has a whole other bag of limes. What's up with, her with all the, the limes? Like, it's so. Do you I have about? What's what's going on? <laughs> oh, is that a tie-in? Is that a tie-in to the opposite of the pirates? Maybe, maybe. Anyways, I don't know. But and then Dean kind of, or I'm sorry, Sam kind of calls her out because she he's like, yeah, I'm just helping out because Everett's dad's sick and she's lived there for three months and she's like, I don't know who Everett is. I don't know what you're talking about. So like, yeah. She's, anyway, so she, and he's trying to she's calling sam a drifter but he's kind of calls her out for not really moving into town either and scene so dean calls sam back and he's like i'm in advance nest with a guy but you don't know him it's a friend it's not garth but it's a friend all your and friends are Sam's dead friend. and immediately my my head goes all yes. your friends are dead Oh, it, it's like a kick in the Sorry, head. Sorry, Turbo Negro. It is like a kick in the head. All your friends are yes. dead. Yes. Oh, man. All right. So Andrea has a henchman telling the old man that Benny's there. And uh, and because that's the only person she answers to and slaps Benny. But then she sends everybody away. So now it's just her and Benny. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm going to kiss you. And this is how it was turned. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, uh, don't be sorry. Why did you, why did you stay with all these people though? And, and they're like, well, it's so complicated when you first get turned and here's a knife so you can kill the old man. Cause I can't do it. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, I'm going to burn the whole operation to the ground. And she's like, yeah, then we can be together, kind of. Well. Then the henchman come back. And he's starting to also come to, like, the, you know, I had a plan. My whole plan was I was coming back. I'm burning all this shit to the ground. It's gross. Y'all keep killing people. This is, it's not a good yeah. thing you're doing. And you're here. This is now super, super complicated. And then cheese so, comes back, and then Sorrento, the cheese guy, wants says the old man wants Benny. I feel like there's another joke in there about food somewhere, and I can't get to it, so I'm just gonna leave it alone. Anyways, so Dean has Sam on speakerphone, which seems like a terrible idea. We're trying um, but... to be stealthy. Can you not yell at the vampires? What? Dean, what? Uh, but Sam's going to come. He's going to, he's coming. He's on his way. And uh, then Dean uses his phone as, as bait to decapitate a vampire. Pretty smart, actually. But his phone gets broken in the process, which sucks. Yeah. So then we're upstairs with the news daddy because all of Benji's like vampire friend dudes are like really nice, like dressed well zaddies and he is just the old man yeah the old man is just a super hot he was not old for the record no but yeah his lipstick was a little much yeah i'm just saying that that stood out to me in the first scene i was like well anyways but he wants to understand how benny could possibly be back from hell and He's kind of like, well, I was just next door uh, to that. But anyways, old man's like, well, where was that? And Benny's all like, I'll just show you. Oh. 
And Zaddy also does want Benny to know that he was very sad and he wailed like the ugliest baby in the world. And then Cheese Guy is like, well, yeah, that's why he made his cow that way because she meant everything to him. And then ramps, yeah, vamps so are running weird. down a hallway. They get decapitated. And then we have to go back to purgatory. Why are we back in purgatory? Because we've got to discuss the value of life. So this is actually, I think, a critical one, even though I'm, you know, we've discussed the exhaustion with the flashbacks. But this is critical because this is a big uh, development of Benny in a way. Um, Cassiel is talking about, like, statistically, humans kill more humans than vampires kill. Mm, arguably true. Um, and because Dean's like, well, yeah, I'm going to bring Benny back. But what the fuck are you going to do in the real world? You're going to be a monster and start killing people again. And he's like, no, I was already on donor blood before I got killed. Uh, it's it bought on the black market because I saw something in humanity. And I drink blood. I don't not people. So. Yep, so I don't eat people. I'm fine. And then I don't know what my notes mean here because I have then they snap more so hopefully they were snapping as they're walking through the woods like they were the Jets that's just all I'm hoping happening well they 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 agree but Cass and Cassiel and Benny agree though they're in a terrible position where they're at because Cassiel is going like a beacon that's what I meant they were bickering like little bitches okay so they bicker more like little bitches, but Leviathans are here. Yeah, because apparently Leviathans are tracking Castiel, and Castiel can't blip out when they're super close or something. I don't know. So they try to run. So back at the motel, Sam steals a car and is mm-hmm. driving. And while he's driving, he has another flashback. I want to be on the road <gasps> with these people. Ah! Pay attention to the road, but okay. So, dog. Yeah, his dog, his name Dog, runs into the quote unquote angry lady's room, which is Amelia, the veterinarian, and sits in her lap. And uh, she's like, Is he taking his antibiotics? And he's like, She's in his, like, of course, he's like, I've seen a lot of stitches, and you have a really good hand. What the fuck is that? Yeah, no. No, get the fuck out of my house. Don't compliment yeah, not me. A no, nobody wants to, like. How many? Why only, have you seen so many stitches, sir? The only time. Why? The only time. Hey, doctor surgeon to another doctor surgeon. I've seen a lot of stitches in my time. And this work that you did on this thing that we are doing a project on together of this person. Those were very yeah. nice stitches. You walk into a lady's house and say, I like stitches. <laughs> Your stitches are I've nice. I've seen a lot of stitches in my day, and you have a steady hand. But then she's also, no. like, hot. Like, I just see her brain, like, justifying all of this shit, because Jared Padalecki. She's just like, well, he's, well, he's like, he's like straight up, do you really think, he's like, do you think I'm creepy? And she's like, it's creepy that you buy your clothes at Army Navy. <laughs> Navy, yeah, the Navy, I can get that. Like, like, he... But honestly, like, his clothes are clean. Like, he doesn't look like a meth addict. Like, you know, like, okay, so. But then he just invades her space. And it's just like, so do you you think I'm a drifter? And she's just like, I'm hot. You're hot. I'm lonely. And that is really what happens here. 
Well, they agree. They both, she doesn't know where she's going either. She doesn't have anybody and he can relate to that. And they both used to, but that's over and gone. Back to the present. And Dean's not answering his phone. Yeah. And so Zaddy is monologuing and within his mansion, there is a stained glass (laughs) window and it has a Latin phrase De mortuis at bene at Mihai. I don't know. I don't speak fucking Latin. But that translates to, oh crap. I like wrote over what that translates to, but really means uh, don't speak ill of the dead, right? So, okay. and that can go, it, it can go into a lot of things like, you know, yeah. Um, they're undead or if they are vampires dead right. or whatever yeah but it's you know there's the famous line of it was you know betty davis where she's like what you shouldn't speak speak ill of the dead joan crawford's dead good you know so that is apparently though it's called a mortuary aphorism and that means it's a statement about death and but also it's just a fun latin phrase so i thought i would just quiz diana about fun latin phrases and see what she oh, can God. figure out. Again, I don't speak Latin. I didn't look up how to say this fucking shit. So let's see how this goes. All right. But the first one, and I'm giving you multiple choice too. And I'm even, I'm wearing this on my shirt, which I don't think you can see unless I like pack my tits all the way from here. So, um, all the way back. So the first one is kind of a given though, just to get you, know, just to get, to get the juices flowing, not the death juices, but whatever. All right. So number uh, one, uh. memento mori. Now, does that mean A, remember Mori, B, Mormentos, C, remember that you will die, or D, remember where you parked? C. It is. That is remember that you will die. And it is one of my favorite phrases because I am that goth. Okay. So question number two, or I guess phrase number two, animum agory. And this A N I M A M A G E R E. So does that mean animals agree? B one foot in the grave. C your spirit will fly. Or D to have one's last breath. I am gonna go with D. It is. By saying this, you recognize that, you know, one day you're going to have your last breath or that you will one day die. So, so nice. Okay. Your next one. And also, I got these from a place that I'll link in the show notes, but it was just a, a random place that somebody put together weird Latin phrases about death. So, thank you. Your third phrase, mors mihi lucrum. My high lucrum? I don't know. Mors, M-O-R-S, my high or mihi, M-I-H-I. And lucrum, L-U-C-R-U-M. Does that mean A, more many goats? B, someone is walking over my grave? C, death to me is the reward? Or D, one foot in the grave? B. No, unfortunately, this one is C, death to me is reward. And that is one also super dark goth people that think death is cool or people you know who like death can be released from pain and suffering you know yeah. phrase number four mors vincit omnia does that mean a more vinnie jones b death conquers all 
C, another one bites the dust. D, dead in the water. B. It is, it is. And that, you know, basically means that nothing can stand in the face of death. It is inevitable and unavoidable. Your fifth phrase, moritui de, no, sorry, moritui te salutant. Does that mean A, mori is salty, B, morbid obesity, C, to those about to die, we salute you, or D, to those about to rock, we salute you? C. It is C. And, you know, so that's a, a thank you for your service type thing, which I know I butchered the, the way that's said and people are dying right now. It's fun. I, I appreciate your screams. The, the sixth phrase. But naked, but nakare. So B U T N E C A B U T N E C A R E. Does that mean A, but naked people get bug bit? Does that mean, or is it B, put up or shut up? C, either kill or be killed? Or D, come to a sticky end? C. That is, let us see. You're correct. You're, you're crushing with your Latin babe. Sure. All right, here we go. Flutere se nequeo superos. Acheronta movabo. I think I have summoned one. a demon. Okay. So, flutera, so. that's F L E C T E R E C, like, yes, S I, but not Latin, not Spanish. Uh, Nikeo, N-E-Q-U-E-O, Nikeo, Superos, S-U-P-E-R-O-S, Acheronta, A-C-H-A-H, I just made up a letter, A-C-H-E-R-O-N-T-A, Movebo, M-O-V-E-B-O, all right? So does that mean, A, Flock of Jimenez rules, B, we gladly feast on those who would subdue us. C, in the midst of chaos, there is also opportunity. Or D, if I cannot move heaven, I will raise hell. B? No, B is actually the Adams Family motto. Uh-huh. <laughs> I knew I knew it. D is the correct answer. If I cannot move heaven, I will raise hell. And that does sound badass. Uh, I we gladly feast on those. Who, oh shit! And I, I so if sometimes I get pat, is that's also kind of junk Latin from what I understand, but still, it's okay. Well, two more, All right? Right. Mortui vivos docent. Does that mean a? Do you have any decent wine? B. Give him enough rope. C. Death becomes her. Or D. The dead teach the living. D. It is, and that would be awesome. Please let ghosts like teach my history class, or it could be a Bill and Ted situation. I would also appreciate that. I just think it'd be cool to have the dead teach me stuff. That would be cool. And your final question: Hody, me, crass, Tibby. So misspoken. So much better. So H O D I is Hody, Mihi, Mahi. It's M I H I. Crass, C-R-A-S, Tibby, T-I-B-I. Does that mean A, death is better than crabs? B, they look better dead? C, today it's me, tomorrow it will be you? 
or D, kill them with kindness. C. It does mean C. Today it's me. Tomorrow will be you. Which is really supposed to be like you know, a thing for like you're supposed to think back, you know, look back and think on things. Or also, fuck off tomorrow. It's gonna be you, motherfucker. So yeah, that's how I took it. Yeah, I don't know. those huh? are all things I wouldn't mind, you know, on shirts. But for the most part, yeah. <laughs> anyways, good job. You you could Yay. you could be in a Latin school. I don't I don't know what sure. you could do with that. With nothing. But I made, I made, I only missed two, so I'll take it. Yeah, it was so congratulations. No preparation. Like, yes. Didn't even like prep on your B. Latin verbs. There's a B. It's passing. Uh, it counts. All right. So, so we're going back to, to Benny and Zaddy. Yeah. Old man Zaddy. Uh, and basically, Benny gets informed that coming back from the dead is mutiny. <laughs> Which I just find funny. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Isn't that a thing? Like, I, I've never actually made it through the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I keep trying and I can't. But Oh, I mean, I've seen the first one. But isn't remember. that kind I've of the, the point that they come back from the no dead, idea. right? So are they all committing mutiny? I just think it's funny. I don't know. I'm just deeply yeah. amused. He's like, well, because I murdered you and I didn't think you'd come back from the dead ever. But since you did, now it's yep. mutiny. I don't know. I just think it's hysterical that an un... That what was believed to be an impossible thing is now mutiny. Anyways, and uh, Benny just starts calling him out. He's like, "You have so little. Um, you just got your stupid harpsichord and a nest of hyenas." And you no, know, Daddy's like, "I am. I have the sea, and I have Andrea." But he's like, "No, you don't have her. Sorry." And Henchman goes, that dumb bitch. <laughs> so just really Rinto funny had it in for and Andrea. Like, he did not. Yeah, they didn't he, like each other. He, he was like, I He was, was like, like, all of a sudden, he's like, that dumb bitch. <laughs> I was like, fuck. You know, like, in Sorrento's world, like, was soon as, like, yeah, Benny's gonna die. I'm gonna be number. What the fuck? Like, she just got here. Who the fuck is this Andrea chick? Like, I was. <sighs> What, Zaddy? Come on, look at me, Zaddy. Well, so Sorrento is going to try to kill Benny, but Benny's a badass from all his practicing in purgatory, and he quickly beheads him. Yep. So, and our Zaddy old man is like, oh, yeah, I've just been around too long. You're right. Um, you know, and uh, some, this. He's just not going to fight in order. This to- universe is a par- is a pyramid of despair. Yeah. Yes, Eddie, go all dark and evil. Oh man, like you fucked Byron. Um, I know you did. And but he decides to like pontificate about evil. Yeah, he he monologues a bit, but then basically it's just like I'm gonna go limp. That is gonna be my fighting technique. I'm just gonna lie here, and then you're just gonna have to kill me, and I'm not gonna fight you. Doesn't that make you feel bad? And I don't think Benny cares. No, he's like, I can show you a whole new world, meaning purgatory. A whole, new world. whole new world. And now we've got Andrea. And Benny approaches. Obviously, our old man Zaddy is dead. And uh, Benny's like, all right, it's let's just go. It's an uncomfortable thing to behead someone with. I don't like it. 
Oh, yeah, it seems real uncomfortable. And then he puts it on the harpsichord and look, I fucking hate the harpsichord. I think it is like one of the worst musical instruments that was ever made. At the same time, that looks like a very expensive antique. Don't put the bloody knife in the harpsichord. Well, no, but it was symbolic because it was a bloody knife. Harpsichord didn't do it. Because it was stupid zaddy's. It was zaddy's stupid harpsichord. Now it could be history's harpsichord. Somebody made that. Daddy didn't I make guess. it. Well, all right. So, but Andrea just wants to stay living that vampire life. She's like, no, no, we got a good gig here. Let's keep doing this shit. We can just run it out. We are I'll making stop money. You. Isn't that what you wanted to do? Let's do this. Let's do it. We have the life we wanted. And Benny's like, no, this isn't what I fucking want now. And he's like, I'm going to leave a burning crater behind me, bitch. I had a plan. I had a plan. I was coming back. And I was going to do my whole, like, lemonade shit, you know, like, I was just going to, like, light shit on fire behind me and, like, have the flames go in. He was like, I had my outline, I brought a hat. I put this hat on so I looked extra cool as I was walking away. And now, bitch, you want to, like, now you just want to, like, sit here and be a vampire? That was not in the Benny plan. No. No more vampiracy for me, ma'am. No more. And she was like, but it's still me. And he's like, no, it's not. You're a monster. And so she gets fangy and Dean stabs her and beheads her. Yeah. And she becomes a whole lot less what? attractive. Like when she was just like, fine, I'm just going to open it on into my jaw. Look at all my teeth. And then Dean's just like, what? you can't have my boyfriend. He's mine. Well, now Dean and Benny, we see them pushing their boat into the water. And Benny's like, why did you resurrect me? And, and he's like, you could have just, you know, brain my soul anywhere. And just let me die, as he, Dean. As he, as he keeps having his existential yeah. crisis. And we get another flashback. Yeah, well, and Dean is, is also just concerned. He's like, you good, man? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're about to crack. Like, oh, like, I, yeah. you're like, I, like, I have experience with, like, dudes who are about to crack. And I can see this coming. Right. Like, oh man, is this me? Is the pattern I just time for this? I gotta find a prophet. I got a prophet to find. I don't have time for this shit. Pull it together. <sighs> but anyway, so our next little flashback is Benny, Dean, and Cass running through the woods with Leviathans landing around. But they're like, it's weird. These blobs land on the ground and they turn into humanoid things. What is that? They're, I call they're Where like Leviathan bombs. But also, like, I, I think it's, like, maybe in Purgatory, because you know how, like, they bleed, like, black goo. So maybe, like, they can fly yeah. in the black goo while they're in Purgatory. And they're, like, goo! and they're, like, little sticky balls that, you know, you throw they're at the like walls. Goo. It's goo balls, and suddenly, yeah, it's goo. It's a black goo ball, and suddenly it's a person. Yep. It's very weird. But why are they a person at all? Why do they have a humanoid shape at all? When Leviathans weren't humanoid at all, they only became humanoid when they were on Earth and taking over people's bodies. I'm just saying I'm very confused by this. They decided they like to be people. I don't. I don't. I guess. Know. I don't know. I, there's a lot of things well, that don't make sense about purgatory, and so Benny, fight, saved, Benny saves Cass, yep. though. Then he saves Cass and Leviathan. So now they're fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then when back in current, I don't know, whatever. When Benny and Dean get back to shore, Sam is waiting for them at the dock, and. Benny introduces himself and shakes his hand, and Sam's about to kill him. And Dean just like 
gently shakes his head from behind. Though Benny's like, I'll leave you to talk. And they get Sam staring Dean down. No bitch face. That is not that is not Sam staring down. That is actual canon bitch face. Like it is actually documented on the supernatural wiki as Sam's a bitch face. Because along with his stupid hair in this episode, there's his also like his his bitch face. Okay. Alright, so I we can come back and we'll discuss Sam's bitch face after casting couch. Casting couch is the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 la. Alright. So uh we've got uh, first, we'll talk about Andrea Cormos, played by Athena Carcanis. She actually, as you see, she's actually been in episodes of things like Chappelle Show and a couple episodes of Suits. Um, she was Agent Perez in Saw Four and Six. Um, she was one of the victims in uh, Repo, a genetic opera, uh, a tomboy in Survival of the Dead, the Romero movie, Abigail in the Zoo. Um, she, she, Abigail in the TV series The Zoo, uh, Melody Cruz in series House of Cards, Grace in the uh, series Manifest, and then she's actually done a ton of um, cartoon and video game voiceovers as well as a bunch of Canadian shows that I wouldn't know. Our uh, old man, a.k.a. Zaddy, was played by Patrick uh, Stafford. He's been in episodes of shows like Modern Family, CSI, Criminal Minds, NCIS, Glee, and Frequency. Uh, Everett, who we only saw a couple times, the, the kiddo that worked at the motel, was played by Harrison McDonald. He's been in episodes of shows like Fringe, Bates Motel, Supergirl, Charm, The Flash, He's done a, quite a few Hallmark movies. Um, he was a pilot in the 2018 Predator film and um, was um, uh, in several episodes of Riverdale as both Cassidy or a store clerk. Quentin, who we just saw at the beginning, was played by Clayton James. Uh, I've been in episodes of shows like Fringe, Arrow, Zoo, which is Stumptown, um, Superman and Lois, done his sheriff of Hallmark movies himself. And is currently in the series, So Help Me Todd, as Chuck. And then uh, Sorrento, our henchman, was played by Luke Rodrique. I say it like that because it was Luke spelled L-U-C. Duh. Uh, he is, uh, was a, a bomb tracker in the 2014 Godzilla. Um, he was in episodes of shows like Flash, Zombie, um, and he's been in an episode of Supernatural before. Uh, and then he was uh, Bryce in the series The Crossing, a recurring character. Ian in the series Siren. And um, uh, he's a recurring character in uh, the uh, TV show. I think it's on Apple TV called C-S-E-E with, uh, with Jason Momoa. There we go. All right. So, yeah. so Sam's bitch face. And just, <sighs> I don't know. So I know, like, you are liking Benny. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, I like burly men and vampires. I don't know what you're talking about. Fair, 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 fair. Just saying. Just saying. Like, oh, hi, Benny. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. 
yeah so bitch face no so yeah so i literally texted you because i've been watching this show long enough by now even though i haven't seen the whole series obviously but i've watched enough to go like i like benny I'm, i shouldn't like benny something's gonna happen right and you're just like yeah pretty much so no i'm like I, this is a spoiler free show this is i'm not telling you no shit. you, you didn't you know, just laughed like, at me but, but i'm still. also like it's supernatural like what the fuck i don't know like don't ask don't ask these questions don't like people they're gonna die duh it's supernatural you didn't say but that also but like i know do, this you know, people die they don't necessarily stay dead that's that's very true as well so i don't know either way or he's gonna be bad and that would be upsetting that's all i know so i like benny that's my that's my hot take yeah yeah and we've got some I'm, bro I'm drama enjoying, i'm enjoying some benny okay that's good makes me do a little shoulder shimmy like, See, right, and benny, i really go. i am about to i'm going fucking insane from benny and the jets being stuck in my head all the time <laughs> benny, benny. they also have a new demon named benny so like that's not you helping, do so anyways all right i think that i mean yeah it's beginning of the season still and we're still developing stuff yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think we have clarity on what the, the big bad at all. We know we, we're chasing down still Kevin. That's still the backstory that's still consistently following. Most of this so far is really laying out what happened the year before, I feel like. And um, it's not, that's fine. I'm, I'm burned on, on, on flashbacks, but we know these two motherfuckers can't sit and have a conversation. So we're not going to get the backstory that way. Yeah, yeah. Sitting down and being like, "This is what happened last year." It'd be too hard to to, yeah. to ask for. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah. All right. There if there's go. nothing else, I think we're gonna end there. All right. Cheers, sir. <laughs> Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. Meow. Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod, or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.